0: After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Fine. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to After These Messages, bringing you hot takes. On commercial breaks that's right we're here to talk about TV commercials we talk about the good ones we talk about the bad ones and we talk about the ones where people say weird shit like this
0: what's the matter Tanya I thought you loved these spontaneous I
1: do my name is Andrew Walsh I'm here with Genevieve has hey vives Hi, Andrew coming up on today's show I am giving the people what they want which is another quiz
2: I think people like quizzes. I
1: think so too. I wasn't being sarcastic. Every now and then I
2: actually do serve. <laughs> you never our know audience. which direction we're going with giving the people what they want. Right,
1: exactly. I'm very excited about this quiz. You want to hear what it is? Yeah. I am going to read to you quotes and you have to tell me if you think it comes from a pet food commercial. Or a human food commercial. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm so excited. it's not all catchphrases. I tried to make it as descriptive as possible, but some of them are just like kind of slogans and whatnot.
2: All right. I'm, I'm excited. Very excited
1: about this. Uh, also, we had an idea you and I did based on a commercial that is in heavy rotation right now. This isn't something we talked about on the show. It's something we talked about privately because some things are private. <laughs> but we were wondering why these ad wizards weren't taking advantage of something that was right in front of them. Yeah. Guess what? They did it. They did it. They crept into our minds and stole our idea. And I'm glad that they did. We'll tell you about that. We were
2: far from the only people to have this idea. so. Oh, really? Is I'm that not, verified? Well, I mean, they're yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, we have some fun uh, ad council to get to, including somebody weighing in on the great shed debate yes. of 2019.
2: Should children learn the word shed?
1: Do children need to learn the word "shed" on a worksheet? Or was this something <laughs> faked just so that somebody could get viral clicks? is the question. Um, but first, I have a little uh, oh, I forgot we have music for this. I have a little little Andy's corner for you. Okay, I'm going to play for you a commercial here that aired on Monday Night Football a couple of weeks ago, and it's a long commercial. It's like 90 seconds long, and I was mesmerized by it, and I could not figure out (laughs) what it was for. In fact, I even got a text from some people afterwards saying, did you see that commercial? I was like, yes, I was impressed with it as well. So this is a 90-second commercial. I'm going to play it for you. There's very few words in it, so I'm going to have to kind of – Describe what's happening or maybe you can describe it as well, but your goal is to try to guess what the product is Before the ending of it.
2: Okay one question Mm -hmm. if you'll allow it. Yes, we did this We played this game a while back with a subway ad that was Mm -hmm. like a long Story about a boy growing up Mm -hmm. and at the very end. He goes and gets a subway and it's like Mm -hmm. I mean, it was just like life it's great for subway it could have been for any it could have been for anything mm-hmm. exactly is this kind of one of those where it's just like a little movie that also could that also like ends with a tagline or is there any kind of tie-in because I felt that subway was like there was just no tie-in
1: I think there is a tie-in. I actually think this is a great commercial, but it's and, not
2: but it's not necessarily obvious from
1: the no, but when you get to the end, my experience was. Awesome! Okay. Like, is it, it really sucked you in with a bit of mystery because it isn't explicit? But at the end, when you realize what it is for, I don't know. I was delighted. Okay. Okay, you ready? Yeah. So this is always a little bit risky trying to describe these things on the fly.
2: It looks like we open on the Savannah
1: Exactly, we're in some sort of a Savannah situation We have like a, a beige Jeep driving around And in a second you're going to see a very cartoonish looking guy Jump out, it's live action But he's kind of got a big fake mustache on And he's carrying a big cartoonish bow and arrow Okay, and he starts chasing a rabbit That he wants to hunt with his bow and arrow
2: Okay Oh I see, okay So is it for a video game?
1: It's not for a video game
0: um,
2: is it for uh, Google Maps?
1: It is not. Uh, how would you describe what we're seeing? It's a like it's a real world live action, but again, everything is kind of cartoonish. It's almost like I'm going to use a very obvious comparison. It's kind of got the, the vibe of the movie Toys with Robin Williams. Yeah, and the reason it made me
2: think of a video game was like it it feels a little bit like the like a, like the Mario and Luigi movie, you uh, know? Where like sure. you know, he's got this. Everything, all the people have like oversized. Uh, and overly bright colors and mm-hmm. overly shiny wigs and everything's very, like, toy-like, as you say. Very
1: toy-like, very, with a bit of surrealism. So he's
2: chasing this rabbit through he's, the
1: cityscape. That's right. So the rabbit has... Uh, He's chased the rabbit out from the desert, and now he's in some sort of a a city. A woman is walking by, as you described, her bright yellow skirt, bright blue top, bright red hair, unnaturally red hair. As she walks by, her outfit, blink, 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 changes. Her shirt changes color, her skirt changes, her hair changes, and the chase continues. We are only 10 seconds into this. Okay. (laughs) Okay, the bunny just went into a doorway, and then when he chases it and he opens the door, suddenly the doorway is blocked off by a bunch of colorful bricks. He tries a different door and he finds himself in a bathroom. Now suddenly a giant dragon storms into the city, it's blowing fire all over the place. Now there's a fire truck and a bunch of cartoonish firemen trying to put out the fires.
0: So
2: our our yep. hero hops on a motorcycle and he chases the rabbit. The rabbit is driving like a little roadster. Mm-hmm. Um, there are people in like anim- with animal heads, like I guess
1: human-shaped
2: animals uh, yeah. at a cafe. There's lots of so there's lots of like anthropomorphic animals in this world. Is it for? It's not for toys. It's not for like.
1: It is a toy.
2: It's for um, Playmobil.
1: It is not for Playmobil.
2: Um, what's uh? Uh, Hot Wheels?
1: It's not Hot Wheels.
2: But I I recognize some of these little accessories and things. You've
1: already gotten way closer than I did. Because I had no idea this was even a toy commercial.
2: Is it for Fisher Price? It
1: isn't for Fisher Price. they're doing some
2: interesting work. Is it for a specific toy, like, set?
1: It is for a specific toy. This, um, it looks like the chase has sort of ended. The guy with the bow and arrow has cornered the rabbit. They're out of their vehicles now. The rabbit is looking up at him, I guess a little bit afraid. And then suddenly, his bow and arrow just turns into a giant carrot. And he can't kill the rabbit with a carrot. Oh, the rabbit has the bow and arrow. The guy is turning into the rabbit.
2: Oh, is it Lego? Suddenly or, or you Or not Lego?
1: Yes. It's called Rebuild the World with Lego. Suddenly oh. at the end, everything became the actual Lego toys, and we realized we were living in kind of a Lego world, yes. only you didn't see the classic-looking blocks. But then at the end, with this kind of broader shot, all of a sudden everything is put into Lego, and we realized that's sort of a child's imagination of what it's like to live in a Lego set.
2: Yeah, I was really close with Playmobil um but but yeah I should have recognized uh, some of the some of the little toys as lego lego things that's great though isn't
1: it a great ad and yeah. again I found it very mesmerizing the reason why I wanted to do it today I almost held this for next week but it reminds me a little foreshadowing here it reminds me of something that somebody sent into the ad council today that I, and I almost wonder if you would have gotten this so quickly if you hadn't seen the ad that we're going to talk about during the Ad Council for another kind of retro toy situation. You know what I'm talking about with John Goodman?
2: Well, they, I, that actually wasn't sent in by the Ad Council. It was something that I saw oh, okay. that I that someone who's Ad Council, someone sent in something on the Ad Council that made me think of it. So I just okay. wanted to kind of bring it up. Um, but, yeah, I totally agree. I think I was in a toy uh, toy mode.
1: Yes, yes. It's a really brilliant commercial though, isn't it? I like it. it yeah. Really, really visual. You You're like, "What is going on with this guy?" One thing that I like is when he's chasing around the rabbit. Um it's a bow and arrow. He's not carrying a gun, but you can hear in the music somebody's actually going doo, 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 which is kind of like a sound that kids make if they're like playing <laughs> with shooting guns or something. I don't know. I I really like that. Um but are you ready to guess now? The real food commercial from the dog food commercials?
2: Yes. For a dog,
0: dog food is real
1: food. Now, I want to make it clear here, they're not all dog food commercials. They're pet food commercials or human food commercials. I'm going to have to ask you to turn your iPad around over there so you can no longer see the screen. And we will get going here as soon as I now call up the quiz sheet. All right, here. This is the quote. The simpler the ingredients, the better. Is that for a human food or is that for a pet food?
2: Wow, that is a that is a pitch that both human food and pet food are making a, in a lot of different things. Um, I'm going to say... The simpler the ingredients, the better. I'm going to say pet food.
1: All right, let's go to the tape. Healthy Choice believes the simpler the. Ingredients. Oh, healthy choices for people. Oh, healthy choices for Steven. people. It's a cookbook. <laughs> That's right. That is for healthy choice. Do we even get to the um, to the payoff though here? Which is why healthy choice. I think they start. Oh, they started by saying the simpler the better. Okay. So that is for healthy choice. You have one wrong. Okay. All right. How about this next quote? With 100% whole wheat and basted with tasty meat juices.
2: (laughs) Well, it would be pretty weird if they were advertising whole wheat to an animal because I don't think dogs and cats anyway are supposed to be eating a lot of wheat. So I'm going to say person food.
0: Irish wolfhounds and miniature oh, wire dachshunds. They're giving them the wheat? The tallest and one of the smallest breeds of dog. Their breeder says there's a pedigree chum mixer that's I guess right tasty for meat each of them. You can clue. see by the way they go for it, they love the taste. Pedigree chum mixer and small bite
1: mixer with 100% whole wheat and basically... I am the right about that, juices. right? Because I listened to that a bunch. He says 100% whole wheat. I, think and I was like, so. that yeah. Did, I, I was surprised by that as well.
2: Yeah, we were told not to give our cats like uh, food that has a lot of carbs in it. I thought for sure, sure, though, terrible at this even place. though
1: the whole wheat was misleading, I thought for sure the meat tasty juices. Tasty meat juice. Who would advertise yeah. that to a person? Arby's. I guess that's true. That was my one thing. I was yeah. like, well, I guess we live in an Arby's I could world. hear Ving Ram saying, tasty meat juice. In fact, I'll. I, you know what? There's a 50% chance that he has said meat juices in one of those Arby yeah. commercials. I watched- Arby's,
2: we have the meat. Juices.
1: juices. I uh, watched a bunch of those today. I don't like them. I've never liked them. I didn't like him with, uh, without H. John Benjamin. I don't like him with H. John Benjamin. Really, I've never liked him. And I like Ving Rhames, and I like H. John Benjamin, but I hate those commercials.
2: Some of the H. John Benjamin ones, I think, are funny, um, where he's in him, where he's in them, like you know. Doing his chef Mm -hmm. routine I think some of them are pretty funny
1: Yeah, I don't know I don't like him and I think it really ties Into this whole kind of like meat Equals manliness which I (laughs) Always hated I think it's stupid Alright here's another quote for you You tell me is this for an animal Or for a human There are those Among us with very simple tastes They only want the best
2: There are those among us with very Simple taste they only want the best. Isn't that
1: weird? By the way, that is a line. That's not two different lines from two different parts of the commercial. Although uh-huh. the grammar does drive me crazy. on that. Yeah, it should be we only want the best, or there are those. W- well, maybe those. But it they- sounds like
2: it sounds like there are those among us who only want the best. They only want the. They're all, those among us who only want the best. They have very simple taste, uh, or vice versa, mm-hmm. whatever. But like. I guess it just implies, like, I mean, not a bunch of garbage monsters like us.
1: Right. But,
2: you know, classy people.
1: I just think they should say we only want the best or they. But not really. There are those among us. So I guess it would be they properly.
2: No, it's interesting. Like It would be interesting if they're saying, like, those among us. And you're like, who are these Classy Mm -hmm. folk And they're like "Psych, it's dogs
1: (laughs) Well what's your answer
2: Uh, I'm not doing well here But I'm going to say people food
1: This is people food
0: There are those among us With very simple tastes They only want the best And for them, this fancy feast was
1: a cat. The dog was a cat.
2: Anytime a British person starts talking about some sort of fancy food, it's for animals.
1: (laughs) Or chocolate. (laughs) Uh, Okay, how about this one? Bacon, gotta get that bacon.
2: All right. God, these are impossible. All right, uh, animals, pets.
1: You think bacon, gotta get that bacon. You don't think it's an Arby's commercial? It could be. But you think it's a pet commercial? I say pet
2: commercial.
0: Bacon, gotta get that bacon. I think bacon I, bacon
2: I, had a had feeling it was bacon, bacon strips.
0: There in that bag. Who went to bacon, strip? me, bacon strips. Me, I get it myself, but I don't have thumbs. It's
1: bacon. I love you. Bacon love strips. Bacon. You. There's no bacon. time like bacon, bacon, bacon time. Me. I will tell you this. I want to pet that dog really at the very end well i mean i guess i want to pet it sounds like a
2: cartoon dog but it is a real dog. it
1: is a real dog with a cartoon voice (laughs) not unlike not unlike the uh the lego commercial uh okay so now you've gotten one right so congratulations on that you have gotten three wrong there are 10 of these so you, you can make this up
2: i could uh i could pull this pull the nose up here yeah
1: you could be like you know like the seahawks often are not Always are right. I'm more of a second a... half quiz, right. you quiz only, player. You can only win in the second half But also you can get a lead in the first half, which is something that's often lost on coach Pete Carroll. I think <laughs> um, Okay, here's your next quote 100% pure American beef and all white chicken
2: And all white chicken Do they really care to do dogs and cats care if it's all white meat chicken all white chicken, not just white, not white meat.
1: I think all white chicken. Unless it's I only from white chickens. <laughs> yeah,
2: right. it's the dark meat, but it's from a bunch of white chickens. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, 100% American beef. I'm gonna say people food.
1: Do anim- I just? I don't Do animals even, care if I guess the beef what I, is American. That's what I
2: think. And I mean, granted, it's not the dogs and cats that are in the pet store, but it defies belief to me that a person cares where the beef that their dog is eating was raised
1: let's find out ever notice when texans get the hankering for something hot fresh and delicious they end up at dq all right dq has the best taste in burgers baskets sandwiches and salads in the state from 100 pure american beef and all white chicken it is all white chicken and all your favorite
0: chicken no matter
1: what you order at dq you know it's gonna be great DQ just tastes better. DQ, that's what I like about About Texas. Texas. DQ, that's what I like about Texas. Where is
2: that airing? I guess just Texas? I don't know.
1: These aren't all new, by the way. Some of these obviously are very old. Uh, By the way, I was... starving when i made this because i had, like had kind of skipped lunch and then i started making this quiz around 12 30 1 o'clock and then around two i was like i cannot do this anymore and i just left the house and i went and i had a a, a giant giant meal with i think 100 percent pure american beef as a matter of fact i had a steak salad Oh, all right, but no white chicken. No white chicken. Wait, not true, because I started with a cup of chicken soup that oh. distinctly had. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> Advertising the, works. This shit really works, uh, as she said in The Jerk. All right, very good, Veeves. You are really uh, being, turning it around. You're really being a Russell Wilson here. Um, you've gotten two right, three wrong. This could tie it up. You can't fake steak. You can't fake steak. You
2: can't fake steak.
1: Can't fake steak.
2: Um, I think is steak something we typically give to animals, or I'm gonna say
1: people food. You're gonna say people food? Yeah. At Longhorn, steak like this doesn't need. Nominally,
2: people food.
0: (laughs) Anything else? Longhorn steaks that sizzle for twelve ninety nine. The new smoky bacon sirloin, the new spicy grilled jalapeno sirloin, and the parmesan crusted
1: sirloin. All with hand chopped salad and unlimited bread for twelve ninety-nine. Tonight, only at Longhorn Steakhouse. You can't fake steak. For lunch, try our steakhouse burger
0: or any steakhouse. Oh, that
1: burger. all looks so good. so good. I know <laughs> it's not, but damn it looks so good. Genevieve has. You are now tied. I'm tied! You've gone through six of these things. You were falling behind in the beginning. You were down three to one at one point. You were down three to nothing at one point. I was. i now three and three.
2: I'm mad about missing meat juice. That, meat that juice. was mm-hmm. really a giveaway. But again, we live in a I meat I mean, we juice live in a era. really meat. This is, if there was ever going to be a time in history when we were going to be advertising mm-hmm. meat juice, basted mm-hmm. in meat juice to humans, I mean, boy, it's now.
1: All right. I want you to follow me on this one. This one's a complicated one, okay? okay. Beef, 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 beef. <laughs> beef, 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 beef. Beef, 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 beef. Chicken, chicken. Beef, beef. Beef, beef.
2: Yikes.
1: That's a real quote from this commercial that I will play for you. All right. In a moment.
2: <laughs> I'm going to have to go with, with pet, pet food.
1: Do you want to hear it again to make sure? Yes beef 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 right beef 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 okay beef 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 chicken chicken beef 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 beef
2: yeah i'll say pet food sticking with pet food yeah
1: here we go it begins with two women going through some sort of cards
0: beef 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 we see a wedding dress in the background beef beef chicken oh beef beef they're doing the beef beef
1: so they're going through... They're, who's
2: doing what at the wedding.
1: Who ordered what for the upcoming wedding.
0: 99 beef and one chicken.
1: Words out. Oh. Beef is it's also what's for dinner. A source of things you need,
0: like iron, zinc, protein, and some B vitamins. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Delighted. at
1: at the very end of the commercial we see the one woman who had ordered chicken is looking down at her plate really disappointed and then she secretly swaps it with her with the woman sitting next to her
2: i'm glad we've moved on from an era in which eating red meat was a you know a signal or a criteria for red-blooded americanness and mm-hmm. you know masculinity uh, and now it's just like climate change denial is instead.
1: Right, right. Well, this commercial, I think, it was from the early 90s, I'm going to say. Um, and, of course, you recognize that voice. Uh, I'm blanking on his yeah, name. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Dude. <laughs> why you got to beef so much? All right. so all right, congr- I got that one uh, congr- wrong. Oh, No, no, not not congratulations. Congratulations to me for stumping the chump. Wait, can we use that yet? Uh, all right, you got another one wrong. You've fallen behind again. You have three more. I got cocky. You got cocky. Got in your head. It's like a superfood Sunday on a Monday. Wow. Okay. It's like a superfood Sunday on a Monday. I just like saying
2: it. It's like a superfood Sunday on a Monday. Indeed. I don't, I know all those words, but that sentence makes no sense. I to don't me. know what
1: a superfood Sunday is either. I mean,
2: a superfood, they're always saying things like, you know, avocados are a superfood or. I don't know. I mean, I know that what super—I know what
1: superfoods are, generally speaking. I don't know what superfood Sunday is. I mean, I think it.
2: But I mean, are are we feeding the the animals superfoods now? Does a
1: quick Google search does say that superfood Sunday is kind of a thing? I'm going to say people. You're going to say people. Let me see here. But yeah, it, when you type in super, it must be sort of part of the superfood trend. It must be like maybe you dedicate your Sundays to eating superfoods. I guess so. I don't know. Or you,
2: or you make your dog eat superfoods on Sunday.
1: Uh, which is it though? For you, people. You think this is for people?
0: Yeah. My Beneful Superfood Blend has me feeling super healthy with salmon, cranberries. Oh, but we are not done yet. Here comes Superfood Wet with is beef, a, salmon. Is that a dog talking? That's it's a dog like talking. A oh no, Sunday dogs
2: don't need superfood, you dingbat.
1: <laughs> here, I want to let you hear the money line. Here, Superfood Wet with beef, salmon, and pumpkin. It's like a superfood Sunday
0: on a Monday. Beneful Superfood Blend Dry
1: yeah, and Wet recipes. You know what?
2: You don't see a lot of wild animals, like a wild carnivores, digging into. Pumpkins.
1: Mm hmm. Cranberries?
2: Cranberries.
1: Yeah. Uh, that is for Purina Beneful Superfood Blend. And you would think that Beneful would be the most ass- annoying thing about that uh, product. <laughs> all right, Genevieve, I'm going to tell this to you straight, okay?
2: Yeah. I can only, I have to even tie it, I have to get all the rest of them right, right?
1: I guess I'm not going to tell to you straight. You're going to tell it to me straight, yeah. which is actually easier on me. <laughs> Away with words. I do not have. (laughs) Uh, All right, here's the next one. Real recipes, real ingredients, real good. Say it again. Real recipes, real ingredients, real good.
2: Ah, people food.
1: Real recipes, real ingredients, real good. Is that a people food survey says?
2: You are amazing. Me? Yes, you. You are a just the right spot scratcher. Oh no, it's for dogs. A thunder therapist, and from day one,
1: you've been your dog's hero. That's why you choose Rachel Ray Nutrish, offering recipes with real meat, poultry, or fish as the number one ingredient, and options with zero grains.
2: That's amazing. Nutrish, real recipes, real ingredients, real good.
1: I am sorry kiddo I cannot,
2: I cannot emerge victorious
1: You cannot You, you can't even emerge tied This is an embarrassment to you And frankly the whole family <laughs> uh, Rachel Ray Nutrish Yeah Dog food Did you know she made dog food I
2: did yeah
1: Do you know it was called Nutrish
2: I didn't I forgot that part
1: It's more annoying Nutrish Or Beneful Which made up word Is more annoying You can get some bonus points For this Nutrish Or Beneful
2: uh, I think Beneful's more annoying I think Nutrish I mean it'd be more fun if she If it was like Trisha Ray Right And then it was making Nutrish
1: You're absolutely right I'll give you a bonus point for that Half a point This is your final one You can't win the game Genevieve But you could Try to restore a tiny bit of dignity right. To the Has Walsh household Okay Here's your quote this is what real food looks like.
2: <laughs> okay. I think this I said This is what
1: real food looks like. I think like. I said
2: like all people food because they all sound like mm-hmm. people food to me, but okay. I'm gonna just stick with people food. This is what
1: real food looks like. Yeah. People Survey food. Survey says. Can I use that? I'm stealing a lot of people's I stole Stump the Chump earlier. Yeah. I'm stealing the the Wheel of Fort not Wheel of Fortune, the family feud. All right, here we go. You are
2: the weakest link.
1: Oh, I didn't say that. Oh, wait. Are you just saying that to me? I'm just saying it to you. <laughs> you said... All right. You said this is what real food looks like is for people food. Let's go to the tape.
2: This is what real food looks like. Fresh. Colorful. Real meat and veggies. Not dry, highly processed kibble. Oh. The farmer's dog makes it simple dog to feed food. your dog real food. Freshly made portioned for them. Delivered right to your door. Get 50% off your trial at betterforthem.com.
1: What was it for? What was it for? It's for for Farmer's Dog, which delivers it directly uh, to your door. I want to double check something here. Um... I don't have the copy in front of me, but I do think that if you go to FarmersDog.com slash TBTL, you will get a deal on your order. (laughs) Uh, I do know that they sponsor TBTL. Did they really? Yeah. I I can't remember if you go to FarmersDog.com slash TBTL or if you use the promo code TBTL at checkout. Oh, funny. Definitely if you're using FarmersDog. Well, they
2: are advertising food for animals in a way that is very similar to the way they're advertising food for people.
1: Yes. Uh, Final score, by the way. Uh, Let's see. You got one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, I'm going to say seven wrong.
2: Yeah. I think I did only get three. three Right. right. I had a real run there.
1: And then you did get one half of a bonus point for sharing (laughs) my opinion about Benefit.
2: That was a tough quiz. That was good. Yeah.
1: Uh, All right. Well, thanks for putting up with that. What do we got next? I can't even remember. Such a packed rundown today. Oh, my gosh. Genevieve. We have some commercials in the news.
0: Commercials in the news.
1: I have been talking way too much. So if you don't mind, I would like to hand the reins sure. over to you.
2: So we've talked about the AT and T commercial. Um, we've talked about it in a number of different contexts, uh, including listener Ryan, I believe, who loves them, loves them, Just thinks can't they get are impeccable. Mm-hmm. Um, these are the okay is not okay commercials, and they put they give you a scenario that is obviously very flawed, and then they say you wouldn't want if it's not okay in this situation. Why would you want it to be? Uh, why would you want bad? Coverage basically.
1: It's I've, happening. I've lost the thread a little bit, but you get it. <laughs> right, you get it. Um, My favorite of the batch, though, if we haven't made this explicitly clear, is the one where the guy speaks Dutch okay. Right, he's translating. My Dutch a business, is okay in a business meeting. Yes,
2: uh, he's great. This is one that I also we also really liked. It's the boy band uh, that is not dancing. So they get up there and they start singing their their very 90s boy band song. Maybe if not even 90s, like early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the boys doing the singing are not dancing. They're just sort of like frozen in a pose. And the um, all the fans and parents in the audience are confused and unsure how they're supposed to deal with it. And we've been saying for weeks, because that song really is an earworm. It gets mm-hmm. stuck in your head. But of course, it's just a little snippet of it. So there's no way to... Finish the song.
1: Summertime lover. Yeah, it's called I Summertime, it it's called summertime
2: Lover. And I will go around the house just humming it. Mm-hmm. But like, and I, I've been saying to Andrew and we've been saying to each other, they really need to release this as a single. Uh, and lo and behold, they released it as a single. Uh, mm-hmm. There, There's some, there's some, pop, or some publication, I want to say it's called like Pop Dust or something, that had actually written that article saying like, they really need to release this as a single. And then they updated it this week <laughs> to say... Well, here we are. Uh,
1: that's funny. So that so they updated their own article and said they predicted it too, just like we did. Yep. Um, and by the way, the name of the fake boy band is Three Hundred Likes. Yes,
2: which is a great name. Which is a
1: pretty good name. And they all have
2: hilarious names. Like the, they're they're of course they're fake. It's just a corporate thing. One of them is named, I think, like Corey Corey Brocious.
1: <laughs> That's so much better than Beneful. <laughs> That's great. So let's give this thing a play. Okay, cool. So I'm going to read the description. They've created a... um special YouTube channel. It's not AT&T. The official channel is Official 300 Likes Unofficial. It's got 169 subscribers. Nice. Uh, in the description it says, you saw the ad, you love the unlimited plan, and now by popular demand, here's the full length bop from 300 Likes, the fake boy band that's been sweeping the nation. I don't think they should have said fake there, by the way. Brought to you by AT&T. Well, I, don't, I
2: mean, I think it is a fake band. I'm sure the boys that we're seeing here are not the boys singing it.
1: Yeah, but I just think for the spoof it's just funnier yeah. if you just like kind of live in the universe but okay here we go summertime lover
0: summertime love be my summertime lover yeah, yeah, come on. Come on. you know i hold you tight yeah, yeah, yeah. i got you by my side yeah.
1: Now, I'll say that's about as much as we've heard in the commercial, right? Right. Um, and Although so, there's the,
2: the, we don't get to the lyric, which we do hear in the commercial, something, something about I'll treat you like a princess.
1: Okay. So now here comes the first verse.
0: Hey, girl, I just saw the post you did online. I bet that picture's gonna get over a million likes. Hey, girl, I hope you get this DM in time. Emojis everywhere so it's easy to find <laughs> Give me one chance I'll treat you like a princess Show you my heart and I'll tell you all my secrets one chance I'll make everything perfect
1: I vote for just like listening to the whole thing how do you feel
0: yeah just go for it just as hard as I and that I'll get a follow back before I sleep tonight tell me that you're on your phone creeping me now deep liking in my picks all the way back to 2009 tell them you're talking someone in a boy know you
1: I had not listened this far into it. Yeah. It's pretty good.
0: I got you by my side. love, All right, the breakdown. I'll take you anywhere.
1: And now it's time for a breakdown.
0: Do you love. Summer- I should
1: have my own radio station. The way that transition played out.
2: Yes, that and "Summertime Lover" is absolutely the song that we need and deserve right now. That's
1: right. If I if I were a DJ and I were allowed to play whatever I wanted, I in that. Was the format of the station I worked for. A lot of caveats there. I would love to slip that in there. Yeah. Let me put that a different way. Can I put that a different way? Can I take it all back? Sure. I would love to be listening to some Top 40 um, station right now and hear that slipped in. Yeah, that'd be amazing. That would just make my day.
2: Yeah. No, it feels like it could so easily become like somehow through the looking glass. The only way that could be better is if they had somehow sold it to Boys for Now on Bob's Burgers <laughs> and it'd, right. become a, it'd become a part of Bob's Burgers canon uh, of that universe. Right.
1: If I have any regrets it's that I hit this uh, email music so early. Let's swell it up a little bit.
2: <laughs> right at the
1: wah <laughs> to the weep-wops.
0: <laughs> the weep I forgot about those.
1: A ba- that's a deep cut. All right. We are in the Ad Council segment. You might not know it based on how <laughs> terribly I'm producing this show today, but <laughs> just cut me a break. Um, we have some fun things in the Ad Council. Now, did you see this note we got from Paul? Because you told me regarding our she shed controversy. Did we explain it enough at the top of the show? So. Listeners know what the hell we're fighting about here, right? We got into it a little bit last week. Apparently, I'm just going to say it. I can't stop myself. Apparently, there's this thing going around uh, on the social medias of uh, it looks like a piece of homework that some young kid was assigned a vocabulary sheet. It said use the word shed in the sentence. The kid kind of scrawls. Someone burned down my she shed like from the Allstate commercial State or from the State Farm commercial. Please. Sorry. <laughs> get your shit straight, Walsh. Allstate your, All, get your mayhem. Shed straight. Um. And I said, there's a chance that people just take these things and they make them so that they'll go viral. Did a kid really get assigned a a vocab sheet to learn the word shed, which just doesn't seem... You know, I was making the argument like, it just seems like a weird vocab uh, question. Uh, Also... Can we even trust maybe that was a real vocab question, but maybe a parent kind of took it and, and scrawled it. In yeah, and, and I'm, not, I'm
2: not claiming that that didn't happen. I I don't think there's any way to know whether a parent uh, may have put their thumb on the scale here.
1: But it is definitely written in a kid's scrawl. So, you know, either it's a real thing that went viral or somebody made it and it went viral. Um, I, You and I got into it because you thought I was off my rocker for suggesting that shed... Yeah. Is a dumb vocab word.
2: Yeah. And once we, when you, we, I want to hear what Paul has to say. And I've got a thing from from listener Harvey, too, also about that. Okay.
1: I'll start with um, Paul, who says, um, I have a couple of comments. As someone who has fairly young kids, I agree with Genevieve. The worksheet seems entirely genuine. Kids get asked to do all kinds of weird sentence exercises on worksheets using the word shed, seems legit. So, all right. That was a big part of my argument, or certainly what you and I end up fighting about. However, I also agree with Andrew in that the response... Wait, where's my bell? I don't know. Where's your bell?
2: I stole that bell. By rights, it is mine.
1: Get the a bell. Bell. Like a bat out of Bell. In that, the response seems fake. I don't think that the response was written Bell by Bell a- other people. <laughs> I don't think that the response was written by a kid of the appropriate age. If you're being tasked with using the word shed in a sentence, you're unlikely to be correctly using the words somebody and burned, both of which are comparatively complex when, you know... Compared to shed he's saying, I accept that it's a quote, but to recall and use both of these words in a sentence, instead, for example, someone instead of somebody and burnt instead of burned seems less than likely in other words the 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 rest of the sentence seemed to be too knowing.
2: yeah, here's what I think is probably the most plausible uh unless it's just a total fakearoo. Mm-hmm. I bet there was a kid with a homework sheet, and the mom or dad is helping. And they said I have to use the word "shed" in a sentence, and the parent immediately, like, recalled somebody burned down my she shed and suggested it.
1: Oh, so the kid did write it.
2: Yeah, but like maybe with some mom and dad guidance mm. or like, because the parents would think that was funny, obviously. So yeah, I mean, I, I, we don't have kids. I don't know what would be a normal level. For them to to know, like whether you know whether somebody is a tougher word, or if you would be unlikely to know one of those words if you know what shed means. But mm-hmm. I do stand by the idea that it's not uh, in any way unusual that that would be a vocabulary word. Shed. And listener Harvey agrees. Uh, he writes, "Shed is definitely a vocabulary word that would be taught because of its varied meanings. Like it's in the shed, it's a noun. The cat shed its fur, a mm-hmm. verb. So kids need to know those words."
1: Harvey doesn't know what the hell he's talking
2: about. <laughs> uh, Harvey had a couple of other interesting uh, response uh, things to follow up on with us. Remember how we talked about the um, the old Toyota commercial, and they said, "Don't make a seven hundred dollar mistake."
1: Yes. And we were trying to figure was, out, like... It was a, specifically a Toyota commercial for Southern dealerships back in 1980. Right. It was for right. sort of the 1981 Toyotas, in fact.
2: Yeah, and we were trying to figure out what the $700 mistake could be in reference to, because we didn't think that $700 could be the price of the car. Mm-hmm. We wondered if maybe it was, like, the differential between the price of a Toyota and its nearest competitor. But they were mm-hmm. kind of, it was kind of unclear from the context of the commercial. Harvey writes... The $700 mistake is the amount you could save on the price of the vehicle and the gas from the miles per gallon. So
1: in other words, this was something that was in a lot of commercials at the time. And it was just kind of a known thing. I guess we so. heard it and they yeah. just threw it in there and we were confused. I think it. we
2: just, yeah, we, we weren't living in the time and place. And so it just okay. didn't have the context Interesting. for us. Uh, one more thing from Harvey. Uh, also, uh, this one's kind of a, a correction for me. Um, we talked about the the. This the switchboard that's being used in the coffee commercial, the Maxwell House yeah, commercial. And yeah. I said, I thought that by the 1980s, switchboards, and I should say, I didn't really make this clear in the ad, but or in the discussion. It's not a switchboard like old timey where someone's, so and so is calling, you know, like, Miguel and 459 or whatever, you know, it's like, it's more like an, a corporate switchboard. In other words, it's not someone like connecting from one part of town to another. Mm-hmm. It's like, the 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 woman works at a at XYZ Corporation and she's connecting you know someone who's calling in to executive number whatever.
1: But I will say that it is a physical switchboard yeah. where, with the jump cables that you unplug and plug back in.
2: Right, and I I would have said that even by the 1980s that was a pretty old technology for a corporation. But I mean, what do I know? Like I was too so. Um, Harvey says the PBX switchboards were still in use in 1980 and judging by the looks of the Maxwell house commercial, the operator was working for a large company that would take many calls coming into a main line. An operator was needed to direct calls as opposed to today when we get an automated system. Um, so I I mean, I, I totally defer to, to others' knowledge on that. It seemed like a little bit of an antiquated system for 1980, but I guess, you know, some of those technologies stayed around longer than you think.
1: I was busting Harvey's chops before because he dared disagree with me. But I would like to um, I would like uh, Harvey, if possible, if you're still listening to show your work a little bit on the $700 (laughs) mistake. No, I'm serious, because like you would think that if it was such a common thing, me typing $700 mistake and Toyota into Google, like somebody would have in some forum somewhere talked about this old campaign slogan and nothing comes up. In fact, the only thing that comes up is our Facebook page nice. where Harvey says that um, so I'm wondering if Harvey is just things making, are
2: gonna start happening <laughs> to us now
1: I'm wondering if Harvey's just making a guess on that or do you remember this can you give us some context right. for that because he just wrote he just wrote what you said that it could be all the right. citation needed money. Harvey exactly yeah um, all right what else we got
2: okay this is from listener Lori and I thought this would appeal to you um, because you are a uh, you are a nostalgia factory Um, this is for Pizza Hmm. Hut. Have you been watching these, like, the latest round of Pizza Hut ads? Like, their big thing is, like, go to Pizza Hut. Pizza's in our name. Yeah,
1: I I know it because I haven't been paying close attention to them, but I know it because you said that's a really, it's almost like a tautology, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, I just think it's kind of funny because, like, yes, pizza, I guess Pizza Hut's the only one that has pizza as the first word in the name, Mm. but, like, every pizza company is called blah blah pizza I mean pizza's always in the name so anyway I think it's funny this is from listener Lori she saw this ad it's kind of like the one that's in heavy rotation she says I caught this ad for the first time tonight and I have to say I had a really positive reaction to it the ad itself is nothing special but it's the first time I've seen Pizza Hut's reintroduction of its old logo I don't really consider Pizza Hut much these days, but seeing the retro logo and the image of the iconic Tiffany-style ceiling lights, Mm -hmm. and I I mean, if you went to Pizza Hut in the 70s and 80s like we did, you know exactly what we're talking about. It brought back a lot of warm memories of a time when going to Pizza Hut was a special night out. It actually made me a little nostalgic for Pizza Hut, which I can only think uh, can be a good thing for them. I think this is a smart strategy, and I believe there are many companies that spend a lot of money marketing to our generation in the '80s and who you know who grew up in the '80s and '90s, um, who could stand to take a page from the playbook. So, you want to give this one a little play?
1: Yeah, I'd like to point out that I had seen this commercial a couple of times. I did not notice the return to yes. form with the old logo. Why don't we logo? describe
2: the dis- the the old logo versus the. Recently, re- now recently retired one.
1: Yeah, so the recently retired one, which I wouldn't even have known this. God, it's it was hideous. It's hideous. like a, a round circle that almost looked like um, a wax stamp, sort I, of.
2: I think what it's meant to evoke is like a sauce. Like a, oh, like a red... Like a red sauce a red that's, red that's been like yeah. sort of... Sp- Splashed somewhere And not then splashed, Pizza but, Hut know.
1: Is written in a Really sloppy font Again I guess Kind of evoking Almost like if you were To take your finger And write Pizza Hut In the red sauce And we are going with that And then like Kind of a, a sloppy You know Roof right. uh, Logo But it's like Really round And sloppy looking I never even noticed it But it is not good And now they've returned Back the to the The red's
2: also really ugly For several yeah, reason Yeah If that can be a thing
1: It's Yeah Now they've gone back To their Pizza Hut With a, a, a black Kind of zazzy font Yeah <laughs> I don't know, but no,
2: it's. I mean, it is.
1: It's a clean, sharp font with little flares. It's a
2: clear, clean font. That's a nice font, and it's got the clearly delineated, darker red you know, iconic Pizza Hut roof mm-hmm. sitting over the words Pizza Hut. We'll, we'll post this article.
1: Right, and the, the old school one was used from 1967 to 1999. Then it was retired. I think they went through various uh, rounder incarnations of it. The one that we just described, the kind of sloppy one, uh, was from 2014. And so, okay, now I will play this commercial. And I, I really love that Laurie... Um, Pointed this out because I just I did not notice that this was a thing, but you're absolutely right. It's totally smart They're 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 tapping into nostalgia by going back to the old logo focusing on that um, Ceiling lamp is a really smart idea one thing I was looking for in here that I really wanted to see that I didn't was when I think of Pizza Hut, I think of those plastic red cups that I would drink my Mountain Dew out of sure. or your Coke or whatever. Yeah. All right, let's take a listen. Have
2: a little of that crushed ice rattling around oh, in it. Oh, that's I'm right.
1: I know. And I do think it's smart. I think this is probably very much targeted at people our age. If you're looking for the best place to pick up a pizza, God, might we good. recommend the place with pizza
0: in the name? Call Pizza Hut now to pick up a large three-topping pizza for just seven okay. ninety-nine. No one out pizzas the hook.
1: Um, not a lot to talk about there. It's a close up of a pizza being cut and then picked up. I mean, it looks tantalizing. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: But I, I love that Tiffany lamp. And I, I mean, I'm of course, not a real Tiffany lamp. But mm-hmm. the, the stained glass lamp mm-hmm. uh, and the old logo coming back is great. Um, I mean, our generation uh, just... I, are we the most nostalgic generation? I, I mean, or is every generation nostalgic?
1: I think the boomers were especially nostalgic. Yeah, I
2: mean, see, they they like invent- they
1: they kind of invented nostalgia. Yeah, actually, I don't I think, think any right. other generation looked back so much. I don't think people in the '40s went through like, a "Remember the flappers," right. and like you know, in the '40s and '50s, it was always like forward. It was always forward thinking. And then I think, you know, I mean, I don't know if you want to buy this or not. This is giving a lot of. I heard this on Studio Three Sixty, and I enjoyed the episode, but I was yelling at it the whole time because I'll I'll say it. Gives a lot of credit to Sha Na Na. (laughs) But Studio 360, as a lot of various media outlets were doing recently, was looking back at the 50th anniversary of Woodstock, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the most surprising acts to play at Woodstock was Sha Na Na, which was this like retro throwback sound Looking back at like the era of greasers and everything, where you know not everybody, but most of the other musicians were hippies, and, right? You know, and and then the acid rockers like Jimi Hendrix and stuff, and um, and you know Kurt Anderson was interviewing some of the members of Shaun Anon saying like, yeah, we just didn't have that like looking back nostalgia in pop culture until that kind of, and then you then you have like what what are the movies that come out in the um. I think they came out in the 70s. American Graffiti, when yeah. did that come out?
2: I, I feel like the 70s. Again, kind
1: of looking back to that, yeah. Greece was a throwback right. to that Sha-na-na era. And uh, again, I mean, there we have listeners who are of that generation who maybe can correct me on that, but it does sort of seem that like the Boomers kind of invented nostalgia in, in that kind of pop culture way.
2: Yeah. Well, congratulations, Boomers. Chalk up another one.
1: I, I'll i bet you most of our listeners are... I know. That's why well, I'm,
2: That's why I'm... Being fairly restrained. <laughs> Sorry, I, the the, nat- the gen Xer is the natural enemy of the Boomer. True. Um. So speaking of nostalgia, how about this? This is an article. This was an article that came to my attention from a uh, I forget where I saw it. Some uh, Ad Age I think had an article about it for Fisher Price. Now Fisher Price is a toy maker. Um, and you, if you are my age or older, you almost certainly had a Fisher price toy or two mm-hmm. growing up.
1: Oh God. Yeah. Um uh,
2: and they were so iconic that they even appear in like movies. Like I was watching toy story three the other day, same cause I got a lot going on.
1: Is that the one that's supposed to be really good and it makes you cry at the end? There or is, is that a the second one. No,
2: that's the one that people were like, this is, it's really good. Like it, it really did. You know, it captured something. Um, but there is a scene in there where uh, the main character Woody is talking to this little telephone that has a great mm-hmm. big red handle and sort of googly eyes, and uh-huh. it rolls around. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I mean, I it is—I well. mean, it is so evocative, and it's in this ad that we're about to listen to. Um, so this is an ad with John Goodman, uh, who looks great. I mean, he looks—he's so—he's lost so much weight now. Mm-hmm. He's kind of one of those people who you're used to seeing him bigger. And he's also getting older, so as he ages and loses weight, it makes him look almost like more frail. Uh-huh. Which this is not to in any way deride his weight loss. I'm sure yeah. he's much healthier. But it,
1: but he does look a lot different. He looks a lot Although different. Although he's still on I mean, you and I just don't watch network TV really, but yeah. he's still on the Connors, right. right? Yeah. So yeah, no, I, mean, no. I, I mean to I, a lot of people that's probably no surprise.
2: Maybe he's more maybe he's more visible to, to other TV watchers. Anyway, this is uh John Goodman walking around a sort of magical ish world it's like a farm farm setting but very like fantastical farm setting and surrounded by giant versions people-sized versions of all these classic toys uh, so why don't we look, take it from there yeah
1: and this is the one by the way that really reminded me of that Lego commercial sort yeah of. you lived here once
0: it was the happiest you'd ever been you were once so happy you passed out on a lion because there's rhyme and reason around here it was rhyme time all the time and you were feeling fine then you moved on you had to to that tall place where opinions are
1: loud and clocks are the boss and you have to wear shoes all the time
2: but if you you hear oh yeah do you hear that little dink chink that little jingle Yeah. yeah that is the sound of this big red apple it falls out of a tree yeah and he picks it up and shakes it do you i had that apple. it was this plastic heavy apple that had like a little just a jingle bell in it and a little face painted on it but i remember the feeling of holding that apple so viscerally
1: this also gives me the feeling of something i've been going through lately which is like going to yard sales and stuff and coming across this type of stuff and like Objects that I've totally forgotten that yeah. I had that when you're a little kid like you spend so much time Focusing on these things like you'll just sit there and stare at and play with a toy forever Not even really thinking about what you're doing yeah. and, it, and like these these small objects can just live so large in your life
2: in the background is the famous uh, Red barn mm-hmm. uh, He's dressed as the farmer character that that goes with the barn. I think
1: uh-huh He has a he he picks a flower and puts it on his lapel So he's got the big orange flower on the lapel that yeah. I think I remember <laughs> All the time. But you can always come back, this time, with someone smaller. Someone who will teach you things you didn't know you forgot. I love that. So when he says, now you can come back with someone smaller, now there's a little girl on the scene, and they're walking hand in hand, and it's, she's like his, I don't know, Sherpa into this world now that he's an adult and he's kind of outgrown it. This is something that I think a lot about um, because we don't have kids, and sometimes this is gonna sound kind of shallow, um, but... Sometimes, like when I'm over at somebody else's house who has kids, and you start playing around with their toys. You're kind of like, Oh, I'm kind of missing out on getting this yeah. kind of like a not a second childhood that sounds really sad, but but like kind of re entering this world. Yeah. And this makes me, I mean, I'm a kid with I'm a guy without kids, I'm a kid without kids, I'm a 42 year old kid without kids, and this makes me want to play with these toys yes. with kids. I think it's really know? effective.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Now, here comes the the famous phone, and he picks up the receiver. We're going now, they're getting in the blue plastic plane, it's be kids. and it's taking off up a, a runway that is the, made of the, the xylophone with the different mm-hmm. colored uh, tones, and then the slogan is, let's be
1: kids. Yeah, that's really great.
2: So, I think this is really amazing. Um, Fisher-Price has been, like most traditional toy makers... Uh, really losing market share to all things digital, right? Uh, like every kids just don't yeah. play with these toys anymore, um, and so this is from Ad Age. Fisher Price is turning to nostalgia to help reverse declining sales. The Mattel-owned toy brand is running its first first televised brand campaign with a 60-second spot during the Primetime Emmy
1: Awards. There's never been a Fisher-Price commercial? I guess not. What? Uh, I mean,
2: maybe they just never needed to. No kidding. The campaign, uh, the brand's first as part of a new relationship with Wyden and Kennedy, uh, strives to engage parents and their children by reminding them of how much fun they had in their youth playing with the classic Fisher-Price toys. Wow. It'll be interesting to see how well this works and, like... You know, I can see it spurring I can see it sort of having a little spike in sales, but is it really going to reverse the trend of what kids how kids entertain themselves? Like mm. these these are toys for pretty young kids, like kids who probably any doctor will tell you shouldn't be having a lot of screen time if any.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Uh, I think like the recommendation below 3 years is like zero screen time. Um so, you know, it's a good it's good to be reminded there are alternatives to screen time. Uh, But I wonder, like, can you really turn the tide in any meaningful way?
1: Adage must be talking about, like, first commercial in this campaign. Because I'm looking. There are hundreds of old Fisher-Price commercials. Here's one from 1992.
0: The Fisher-Price activity walker shows kids how much fun it is to spin, dial,
1: count. Do you remember this thing? I didn't have this. This is a little bit after my time.
2: I wonder if by brand campaign they mean the distinction between a single toy that is being advertised and the whole kitten caboodle of everything Fisher Price. Okay,
1: because they don't say first commercial; they say first uh, brand campaign.
2: Yeah, that might be a a small distinction. Well,
1: it's interesting though. I'm kind of glad I looked because I was—if we had ended the show on that—I'd been like, "Yeah, that "That doesn't seem doesn't seem right." Yeah, yeah, but that's really interesting, and I think that is a fantastic commercial, and I think. There, is there any chance Wyden Kennedy – that was Wyden Kennedy that did that, right? That's I right. I wonder if they did that Lego commercial. Maybe. Maybe I'll look that up for next week. I was week.
2: obsessed today with trying to figure out how to pronounce Wyden Kennedy because I, we've talked about them many times. Mm-hmm. They're a well-known Portland advertising firm, and I have never been 100% sure whether it was Whedon or Wyden.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. So yeah. I went
2: on like a YouTube hole. I went down a YouTube hole trying to find someone who pronounced the the – First name of Dan or the last name of Dan Wyden And
1: so it is Wyden Kennedy yeah okay cool I think that's what we've mostly said Right
2: Uh, oh and so anyway that Was not that was a lead-in to say And they've done so many ads and campaigns that We've talked about on this show they did A bunch of Levi's things they really brought Levi's Back from the brink I think they're kind of a go-to For like Mm -hmm. we Used to be a classic And now we are Like you know Months away from having to pack it in
1: Oh, interesting. I like almost those kinds of brands, you know? Oh, I thought you were gonna say that they're they really kind of um it is an exciting place to be. I mean it's it's scary when you think of it in those terms that you just said, which is like it's kind of a make it or break it campaign, which yeah. kind of sucks. But they are they do work with just like iconic brands. I mean, that's the other they side of Nike. That, I mean, of course, yeah. Nike is
2: another Portland right. brand, yeah. and they have, a. I think, famously, I think they might have been, like, the agency of record for Nike from from Jump.
1: Mm. Yeah, I'm not seeing that Wyden Kennedy made the Lego commercial. I don't know who did, but maybe, maybe they did, but I'm not getting any uh, immediate confirmation on that. Usually it will say on iSpot. Yeah, maybe I should just go to iSpot and check that out. Ah, no, it was by B E T C France. And that's the agency there. No,
2: so. oh, I don't even know them.
0: Me neither. You can sell anything. You can
1: sell anything. Well at least I hit this music at the appropriate time. <laughs> Alright, we gotta get out of here. How can people reach us?
2: Uh, They can reach us uh, by phone at 607-444-5597. We've been talking a lot about nostalgia today and what's more nostalgic than jingles. That's
1: right. I see that we have one voicemail waiting for us, and it looks like there's a jingle in there. We'll play that for you next week. Also, we have um, an email here that we didn't get time for today uh, from somebody who did make a commercial. Call out to people who've made or been in commercials in their life. Yeah,
2: let's send those in please Uh, Even if you don't have the video of it if it's something that was like ephemeral or local or whatever Tell us the story I'm really interested in the story of what it's like to make an ad the story about the one made for the Denny heck uh, Filming was great. We really enjoyed that
1: and I met the fellow who was in that.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah uh, and you can, so you can find us at after these messages show at Gmail. You can uh, send us emails there. You can visit us at the Facebook group. There was a really fun discussion um, on the Facebook group this week around, um, oh, well, someone, someone uh, also listens to, who also listens to how did this get made uh, had some, had some follow-up questions for me. So it was really fun to to talk about that and lots of just really interesting discussions there. So come join us if you have not already. Um, I think that's it.
1: All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Veebs. Thanks, you guys. We'll talk to you next Tuesday. am proud. I'm like, you would be too if you had the juice now. Ayo, oh. hey, the government is lies, son.
0: United States of Google, Verizon.